1: The noon hour, as we do each and every Friday with super friend of the show, Brian Anderson. He is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline BA. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hang on a second.
0: How are you? I'm um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just uh, just driving right now through the remnants of the uh, tropical storm that rolled through here yesterday. Um, but you're in but, Florida
1: because uh, we're having the same issue here. It's the same thing in Cleveland.
0: What? Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you what. I took a look at the map this morning because I woke up. I thought that that we were going to be in the clear today, that it it, will ha- it would have moved on and we would have been fine. So it woke up this morning. Um, it was still really gray, a lot of low clouds like uh, like it was on Wednesday before it moved in. And so I thought, boy, oh, boy, I wonder where this thing's at. And I looked at the map. Are you kidding me? We still have a little bit of the remnants down here, and I saw that you guys were getting blasted. Yeah. So, I mean, this this is uh, it was some kind of storm as far as the, the size of it. Um. Yeah, but I I, I saw that. It Look, like it's going to be raining pretty much all day.
1: All right. What do you think about the Browns this weekend? They're going to be down your way.
0: Uh, you know what? Well, let me ask you this: Raise your hand if you thought they were going to put on the performance that they did against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. No I one know is. that they've. No. no I know. They, I know that they have had their number, but I don't think anybody. I know I didn't. I, I would. I, I would never cop to that. That they just put a beat down on that team, and you were back on goodness gracious where have you been all season long and then you look back at some of those losses the Chargers game uh the Jets game and you're thinking man where could they be right now if they just would have taken care of business in games they should have taken care of business so that was a, a lot of fun to watch and I think that coming off the bye uh and you know playing on the road against a really tough Dolphins team I feel pretty good about it. I, I think that they're gonna they're gonna be that team that finally shuts Tua down. You know, because uh, Tyga Valoa, he's been so good, and you know, I, I saw some rankings where he's the, the the number one ranked quarterback against man coverage. So I'll be interested to see how the Hounds play against him as far as the scheme. But I think that they're gonna come out realizing that their season really is still on the line every game they play here. Until Watson is able uh, to, to, you know, to take the field. And by the way, Jacoby Brissett, I think, has done a heck of a job. I mean, I mean, maybe has exceeded expectations about what he was going to be capable of doing. He has played very, very well for the Browns. But that being said, their season is on the line week to week, and so I think that they're going to have a little something special for the Dolphins, and I think they're going to take care of business on the road. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this one.
1: B.A., yeah, you've got a better perspective on this than any of us. Deshaun Watson hasn't played an actual game in almost two years. You know, a little preseason stuff, some practices, but no game in in almost two years. Can he step back in and be at least as good as Jacoby Brissett right away? Because we all know he's going to play. Can he do that? I think it's unrealistic to think he's going to be his old self, but do you think he can step on the field and actually be pretty competitive after being away from the game for a while?
0: That's the, that's the million-dollar question. I, I, I mean, you know, you're right. You, you, he's Deshaun Watson, and he is unbelievably talented. There's no question about that. He has a resume that will back that up. However, you said two years. Two years. I don't care practice reps, I, all of that, which, by the way, that's been kind of lacking too. You know, he's going to get to ramp up his practice schedule. I'm not sure when. I know it's soon if it hasn't already started. So he's going to be able to ramp up uh, his reps and, and practice work. That's not the same as a game. It's not the same as a game, and he hasn't been in a real game at, with top-notch players at full speed in two years. And so it's foolish to think that he's going to roll out there and pick up where he left off. And I don't know if he's going to be able to give you what Jacoby Persett is giving you right now. I, I don't know. I wish I could answer that question. I think it would be very difficult – you know, you, you think about the little bit of preseason time that he got. There was a lot of rust. You know, he wasn't accurate. He wasn't on time. I know he didn't play a lot, but it's still, it, you could see the rust was there. And that was in preseason. Now you're talking about uh, playing against defenses that have been playing together for 12 weeks. And you know, are a well oiled machine, and the game is being played at a high level at an unbelievable amount of speed. As a lot of these teams that you're going to be facing uh, are going to be maybe playing for their playoff lives, maybe you know, playing for seeding. I mean, who knows? So it's going to be that's going to be real interesting to see if he can come back in and play even at the level Jacoby Brissett has been playing, which by the way, again, I, I think has been a really good level for him. I mean, he's been playing some pretty good football for the Browns. So I I don't know. I I think it would be extremely difficult, though, and foolish to think that he's going to step in and be old Deshaun Watson. That's what you hope for. And can he? Yeah, the answer is he can. I never would say that somebody can't do something, but I would be shocked if if he did, because it's just that's a lot of time away from the game, not seeing it at the speed that he's going to see it all of a sudden.
1: Hey, BA. Can you give me a, a little bit of a Buccaneer report? So they're in Germany this weekend against Seattle. The Browns will play them in two weeks. Uh, they were able to bounce back. They were four and five. There were thoughts, you know, a couple of weeks ago about you know the Bucs not being able to make it to the playoffs with Tom Brady. I don't. What, what's the feel down there right now on the Bucs and where they're going and knowing that they've got a collision course with the Browns in two weeks?
0: Uh, you know, a week and a half ago, uh, a lot of people were down. You know, is, is this it for Tom Brady? Is this how he's going to go out? Is this? You know, his legacy is set, but, boy, do you want to go out with a clunker of a year like this? Well, then he gets the ball back at the 40-yard line with 44 seconds left, drives down the field with no timeouts, and wins them a game, and now everybody's like, well, maybe not. Maybe maybe this team can make a run. That, that, that seems to be the feel down here in the media and people that you talk to is maybe that drive has kind of rattled the cage of this team, and they can uh, – you know they can pick up from there and 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 move forward and catch some momentum. They're getting some players back. They've had a lot of injuries, so you know the injury bug has, has played a, a huge role in in some of the things that they have not been able. You know Leonard Fournette has been moved aside. He's not getting the, the number of carries, and there 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 was a little bit of drama there that started, but I think they were able to quell that and uh, and get him back on board. But the, everybody's optimistic down here once again, because of that one drive, that, that's the thing. If that drive doesn't happen and it shouldn't have happened, I mean, absolutely. The, the defense that was played against them was absolutely horrendous, allowing them to, to to go down the field like they did and win that game. That probably should have never happened. And if it doesn't, I think everybody's saying, eh, luck season probably over. Um, you know, I mean, big picture, I should say big picture because overall, they're leading their division with a losing record. They're in the worst division in football. So yeah, could they still be a playoff team? People believe that down here, but I think they're a little bit more optimistic because of that that last win. So we'll see how they play this Sunday morning. But I think that uh, you know that's a game where maybe at the beginning of the year, like that's going to be a tough one for the Browns, even though they're at home. I think boy, if the Browns play anything like they did against the Bengals, they, they'll handle. Uh, the Buccaneers. They, they, I, I think they, they've got a great opportunity to do that. But that's, that's still a few weeks away. But, um, you know, the optimism is back up down here because of one man. That's Tom Brady.
1: Ba. As always, thank you. We will talk to you next week. You're a good man. Talk Thanks, to you later. To you. Thank you, Brian. All right, boys. Take care. Bye, Brian. Of course, he was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Coming up a little bit later, we're going to do two keys in a lock, and we'll hear from Kevin Stefanski. It's all straight ahead on Baskin and Phelps.
2: Okay.